This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Yo, yo, this is Justin B. Bieber. It's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Zach Sang Show. We got Heather. We got Dan. And we have Kim Pecker. <laughs> <Yay! laughs> What's up? <laughs> this, I stand this show, so this is going to be fun. This makes me very happy because this is a. Uh, it's been a while in the making. Um, I yeah. met you for the first time in Las Vegas. I appreciate the fact that you and Aaron view our work. I yeah. appreciate your work. Thank you. You have quite the story. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm, I do. Sure. I'm excited to dive on in because I think what you represent right now in pop music is something very unique. And, but it's unique, but it's also needed. And uh, what do you think you represent in pop music? Um, well, I just like, I've, I don't know. I just love pop music so much. I feel like I've studied it my whole entire life and just been really obsessed with it. I love like the escapism of pop. I, I remember being like a really losery kid with no friends and like Gwen Stefani music videos were like my homies, you know? Nice. So, so I, I just feel like I want to do that. I want to like give a, like a fantasy. Um, yeah. And, and kind of just do like escapism pop. But what is the Kim Petras fantasy? Like what is that made up of? out of like really unhealthy relationship uh, habits out of like sex and drugs and Hollywood and out of my homies out of like real life experiences like it's just like a pot of like a million things in it the record yeah. the record hills um can you tell me the story <laughs> behind that song yeah for sure so i i got my first publishing deal because like fergie recorded one of my songs oh, awesome and um i like never had money in my life so i was like i'm a rent like a <laughs> sick house in the hills and then like after like two months i was like out of money <laughs> and i was living in that house with like nothing like to do and so yeah my homies would just come over and we just get really drunk in like an empty house Sounds fun. Yeah. What kind of pills are you popping? Um, what were you popping? Only in the, the hills? good ones. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So I want to like go through your history a little bit, and let's start with the music history. At what point do you? Was that your first cut? For you? No, that was not my first cut ever. My first cut was a song that was originally called That's What's Up and then got changed into Bratz What's Up for <laughs> Bratz movie. Wow. So, wow. Super cool. Yeah, like, I, like I remember like not like getting Bratz dolls because they were like too sexy. And, and then I wrote the theme song, you know. Bratz What's Up. <laughs> yeah, Bratz What's Up. That's so funny. <laughs> I love that. Did you write that record on your own? Uh, no, with this guy, uh, Jones Wedderberg and the stereotypes okay. the stereotypes were like my fam for like a full year i really like i, I feel like i like uh 
kind of learned my, this whole songwriting thing and collaborating because I was kind of just like in my mom's basement in Germany, like writing <laughs> songs on my own, sending them out. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, I feel like with the stereotypes, I learned to collaborate and become a better songwriter. And they just like let me uh, be there. And I wrote like a bunch with Jojo and uh, like met all kinds of artists, learned how to write for other artists. So and before, okay, so you're sending music out from your house. Yeah. You send it to the stereotypes, and they take a, kind of a risk. No, on you? no, not at all. Like, no. That, no, that was like a long time after. Like, I was in Germany. I was like sixteen or something when I got like my first pub deal. Uh -huh. um, and I wrote my like highlight in Germany was that I wrote a laundry detergent jingle, Ooh. which was my big break. Nice. Um, so that was really lit. Um, and, like yeah, no, and like at, at like 19, like nothing happened for me in Germany. There's not really like a big pop scene in Germany. It's more like guitar and like German poetry over uh. it. And that's kind of what like works and people like. And literally people would tell me like, you're too pop and this won't work here. And like, we won't work with you. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go to LA and, uh, Yeah, because all, all the songwriters I look up to are out here and I'm going to find the formula of pop <laughs> and uh, become like the next Max Martin. They forced you out pretty much because they weren't down for pop, but they took yeah. your laundry detergent jingle and then they got yeah. rid of you. Yeah. How, how does that even happen? Is there like a competition where somebody's like, we need a laundry detergent jingle or? Yes. That yeah, it? it's just like it gets sent out to like everybody like this laundry detergent is looking for a jingle. And then you just like spend like three days like with a bunch of Red Bull, like making like 30 ideas or 30 jingles until they pick one. How did it go? Do you, do you it was it? I don't even remember. No? It was that great. <laughs> do you know if they so still funny. use it now? Uh, no. Okay. No. It was like I've like not seen it once on TV. Like they told me they were using it and I got paid for it, but I feel like they like switched it out. They got so paid. Who cares? The people hated it. We're not talking about like <laughs> the best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup level jingle. Yeah. We're talking yeah. lower. Okay. No, it was like literally like the name of the thing. So it was like some like two or three note thing. Got uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it sucked. It, it was really dumb. Have you, written, have you written a jingle since? No. Okay, so from Jingles, then comes Bratz What's Up? Yeah. Yeah, that was like two years into me being in L.A. I was like living on like uh, a couch, a uh, studio couch. And the the producer who like owned the studio would like kick me out every morning at like 10 a.m. And like I'd like try to get in any session I could every day for like two years. And until I, like that happened and then like a little bit later Fergie cut one of my songs. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So... The record that Fergie cuts, has anybody released that ever? I think it leaked recently. <laughs> really? Yeah, just nice. like there was like a huge like badge of leaks. It was called Dancing. And yeah, it's it's really cool, but it, it never happened. Um, but yeah, it, it was supposed to be like a, a big, like a single and everything. And then it just like never happened. But it got you a publishing that, deal. Uh, totally. Yeah. I mean, that's just like the, the like songwriter like thing in LA. Like so many times people have like recorded songs of mine and I was like, this is my big break. You tell all your friends and then it never comes out. And you're just like embarrassed when their album drops because like, you're not on it. And they're all yeah. like, where's your song? Yeah. Look your song. Totally. You're just like get a new group of friends <laughs> <laughs> LA yeah okay so Fergie doesn't cut your record what comes after that um well I, I kind of like was like okay um 
my plan was always to be really sneaky, get a publishing contract, and then be like, "Psych, I'm an artist," and <laughs> never write a song for anybody again. And that's that's what I did. And I just like went in uh, with my homie Aaron um, and yeah. wrote a whole record and went to like every label and was like, "This is my album, and it's the best <laughs> you've ever heard in your life, and you have to sign this." And everybody put like an offer in, and it went good. <laughs> wow we, we were just really really cocky like we were just like it we had no idea what we were doing we were just like we're gonna be the most cockiest like Kanye West motherfuckers <laughs> and like scam us into a deal and, and it, it really did work it's flourished so yeah. were you pitching the songs that are out there today so like can't do better hillside boys was that a part of the original pitch no no none of them none of them were were pitched no uh, oh wait, wait wait for the for the labels yeah when you yeah, were- yeah hillside boys was like one of the og okay uh dudes uh can't do better went through a few like re reinventions um i don't want it at all was kind of happened right when we dropped it we were just like wrote it and then we were like we have to drop this now and dropped it um but yeah some of the songs are like one of them is like slow it down is one that's out that's like from when i was 19 and then we like refurbished it and now it's a whole different thing but still kind of the same chorus when you were pitching to labels were Mm -hmm. you i mean were you giving them like acoustic rough cuts of these songs yeah we had recorded versions of them but um yeah i mean they were pretty pretty demo-y but but yeah some of them like i remember la reed like making me get up and be like this is your music video act like it's a music video right now in like a room of like 30 people and i did it and i'm like and you owned it and now i know that it's like it's like fridays like there were called like get signed fridays and like everybody has that story or something i don't know like just like it would be a little crazy how did you get to luke um well luke he signed to luke um which also like he has like a super like weird story because like a hacker like pretended to be luke like back in the day um and he was writing with like a fake luke for like a long time and yeah and then they felt bad for him because he sent him like a bunch of tracks and stuff and it wasn't the real luke and then his team reached out and was like we'll take a meeting with you and then they signed him so he was already signed to luke as as a producer and a songwriter when he started working on your album yeah got it whoa how do you meet aaron um well we met at a halloween party nice um as you do yeah totally yeah. and i think yeah and i think it might have been backhouse mike's place whoa yeah Dude, um so mike. connections <laughs> yeah um and yeah we were just at a halloween pool party and just had mutual friends what year and, was this ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Way too long ago, so long like ago. 2013 or 14. Yeah, I wasn't there. So, yeah. You were <laughs> not born yet. No, I wasn't alive. <laughs> I wasn't around. <laughs> wow. So you guys meet at Backhouse back Mike's party. Yeah. You guys connect. This album comes to fruition. You then shop a finished album. But yeah. You, but Aaron's allowed to shop in pretty much under Dr. Luke's kind of umbrella, right? Yeah. So th- th- that kind of helps, I guess, to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you know, you have a Yeah, for sure. I mean, the, the, the people we were working with were, like, people who had, you know, some cuts and, like, yeah. you know, just, like, friends of ours. We definitely had, like, a little, like, songwriter community that we would write with and stuff like that. And were you showing up to these sessions clean slate or were you going with things that were already finished? Like, were you pitching um, full songs? 
Um, yeah, I was I was pitching full songs most of the time. Yeah. So uh, Hillside Boys, that's a bong rip at the beginning, right? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Is it a, is it a yeah. real bong rip? Peace. <laughs> Rock on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's 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 a real bong rip. Yeah, who, who's a taking, real one? Who's taking the <laughs> Who's taking the bong rip? Uh, Aaron. Cool. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> You can really hear it. It's really a good one. Too. Yeah, yeah, you really killed that you one. Really know what you're doing. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, we did. We did like at least twenty takes of that. Yeah. You have to, right? You have yeah. to get the perfect one for sure. Yeah. Can, can you like? Can you tell me the story of that record? Because I, I found it really interesting. Yeah, that was also when I was broke in the hills, and I was like, <laughs> okay, all the like, I went to a private school, and I was like the 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 poorest kid in private school, like just like. Yeah, I was just broken on a scholarship in private school. So I don't know. I like dated rich dudes. You know, I was like, there was always a thing. They were always like mean to me. And so I was just like kind of like p- making my like private school experiences like really like putting them into the hills where all the rich dudes here live and like making it a fabulous little adventure. So th- like <laughs> that's part reality, part fabrication. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I, I love just like glamming it up, making it like. Like extreme, like taking it and making it like, I don't know. I like acting my feelings out. I feel things really extreme sometimes, I think. Well, do, do you see value in these unhealthy relationships that you've been in? Yeah, for sure. I feel like I like learn a lot every single time, like from like why it doesn't really work. But at the same time, it's it's just like it sucks that I like hang, I feel like I hang on to people for like years, like and I won't let go. So it's definitely like weird i wish i was just like a tinder person and you just ghost them when it goes south and move yeah. on why do you think you hold on why do you why i do don't you know like, i don't know because i i think like i don't know just like the the fake image that you have of what it could be is like so like i don't know it I just like it. means everything to me and i write all my songs about that about like the like what i think it's gonna be versus like reality reality like i feel like all my songs are about like my like wish scenarios not all of them. Some, you know, a lot of it is like real stuff, and yeah. yeah. You're looking at crappy situations and dreaming of what they really should be and could be. Yeah. It, it, has there been a moment? <laughs> has there been a moment that like something you imagined actually <laughs> panned out? Yeah, I mean, I'm on like stages and people are saying the words to my songs. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, I guess like all the like, all the like. Yeah, dreaming and stuff has come to like a, a real place now. It's cool that you know people can relate to the stuff, to to my songs, to the words that I write, which is amazing because I feel like I kind of have like a losery perspective. I'm kind of the girl who doesn't get the guys and like <laughs> is heartbroken and like hangs on to it. And uh, yeah, but there's also like something something cool about that, you know. And I, I kind of just try to like celebrate that 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 that's like my life so hard to break like for example is like really like to the point of of that whole you're giving some of your heart and you know it's gonna end poorly but you do yeah, it anyway but you do it anyway do you feel like your success and the songs are so heavily attached to heartbreak and sadness that it's gonna be a constant in your life um i i hope not i don't i don't know i mean i think um, I think when I'm happy, I write happy songs, and when I'm sad, I write sad songs, and sometimes the other way around. Like sometimes when I'm miserable, I write really happy songs to like feel better. Um, I don't know, but some of my songs are also just not about heartbreak, and they're just about like getting <laughs> up and partying. So those are um, fun too. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> so yeah, there's like more sides to it. 
can't have it all. I'm not just like sad. I'm actually kind of a really like humorous person. And I, I like to think. I, I, hey, I'm getting to know you. I, I'm finding a lot of funny in all of this. Tight. <laughs> How many songs do you sit on right now? Like, do you have just chilling on a hard drive somewhere? Um, well, not really many finished ones because it takes me ages to finish a song. I feel like I'm just like we're just both really like crazy maniacs when it comes to finishing songs, and like we take like two days for ad libs and like a day for harmonies and like perfecting synth sounds for like a week. You know, we're just like really taking our time. Um, but at the end of the day, like I feel like I've written like over the last five years, I've written like 500 songs or something. Whoa! Wow! Will you only focus on one song? for like the next eight weeks and get that one done and then move on to the next or do yeah you- yeah it's it's a lot of um it's a lot of just going into the studio kind of just uh freestyling a bunch until you have an idea that you believe in that there's like a core or something about it that you know that it feels like it's worth uh putting all the effort into it of like finishing it yeah. and then it's like two weeks of finishing it or something we really like take our t- damn time we I- suck <laughs> <laughs> you should though you should take your time yeah you i mean to be perfect for sure i mean yeah. it's definitely worth it like i love you know when it's done and mixed like and mix also sometimes can take like ages and um yeah but I love when it's like done and it's perfect and you love every second of it. I'm like my biggest fan. I listen to my shit like all the time. <laughs> I wake up, put my own songs on. It's I my ringtone. Love it. Is it really? <laughs> it's, it's no. no. I, I, I wish. Nobody has ringtones anymore. I don't even anyway. know how to like set like a custom ringtone. I only know like the, the like pre saved yeah. Apple no, iPhone ones. Nobody has ringtones anymore. Yeah. Ring back tone. But some people are back. hitting me up and they're like, make it a ringtone. <laughs> So it still exists. There's still some troopers out there. <laughs> I don't want it at all. This is an anthem, but for who? For uh, sugar babies. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's it's really just, you know, I love Material Girl uh, by Madonna. Mm-hmm. I love, you know, just like fabulous girls that get what they want whenever <laughs> they want it. Um, I kind of have a soft spot for brats. Like, I th- I'm just kind of obsessed with them. Like, I love, like, Veruca Salt and, like, <laughs> Princess on the P and uh, Scream Queens. I think Emma Roberts is an amazing brat. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. I've just always been, like, fascinated by brats. And who better to get into the video than Paris Hilton, right? who invented the whole shtick. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just uh, I feel like spe- I was like li- like sleeping on a futon, you know, like so it wasn't like really autobiographical about my fabulous life and like bragging. Um, but yeah, it's just about the fantasy of getting whatever you want whenever you want it and being a total brat in life. Are you at that point where you can get no. whatever you want when you want it? No, I get like all my designer bags are like $150 eBay fines. <laughs> <laughs> like none of them I buy like fresh in the store. And plus like, you know, I do this for music. Like I really just like put on, I, I feel like I, you know, clothes and stuff doesn't really matter. I'd like... I slept on couches to do this. You know, I left my my country to do this. Like, money really just, like, I know I can, like, live off of Little Caesars pizza. Uh, you know? You've tried it. You've been there. I have, like, years of, like, a Little Caesars pizza. And that was all I could afford. <laughs> one. I spend years on one just Little one Caesars pizza. pizza. Your little tiny That's plants. why I'm a skinny legend. <laughs>
<laughs> what, what do your parents think about all this? Where are they at? Um, they're in Germany, just like being really, really excited about this, and just like, uh, yeah, I don't know. They just kind of can't believe that this all like happened because they were really, really worried when I was going here, and I knew like I'm a sure. couple of producers from the internet. Like, you know, that's really weird. The internet. Um, the internet. That could have turned um, out really bad. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah, no, they're just, like, happy that I'm doing my thing. But also, <coughs> excuse me. But also, you know, they were happy at the little steps. Like, Bratz, what's up, happened. And they were, like, throwing a party. You know? <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah, it's, it's very, very cute. And they're, they're super great. Zach Sang Show. Have you seen Ariana Grande's hair? It is so beautiful. It's luscious. It's like a mane of a lion. It sure is. Picture any celebrity with amazing hair. And you can bet that they have a stylist who clued them in to Sugar Bear Hair. Sugar Bear Hair is a bestseller on Amazon with thousands of rave reviews. Heather, have you tried it? I have been using it. They're awesome. They're like these little gummy bears. They taste great. And I have noticed a difference. My hair has been a little shinier since I've been taking them. These things taste like sweet, delicious candies. They're made mm-hmm. with the juice of real berries, but they contain everything you need for stronger, healthier hair. As much vitamin A as four cups of broccoli and as much vitamin C as one cup of cranberries and as much vitamin B12 as four organic eggs. And those tiny little bears? Yeah. Wow. And the nutrients in Sugar Bear Hair has also been linked to improving nail and skin quality over time. That is good to know. Go to SugarBearHair.com slash Zach that's Z-A-C-H for beautiful hair and a much healthier you. That's SugarBearHair.com slash Zach SugarBearHair.com slash Zach. Z-A-C-H. Zach Sang Show. So what motivates your music and what fuels it now? Like, is it a release for you? Like, do you want to say, like, why? Why do you keep doing it? I feel like it it just makes, I don't know. I I feel like sometimes I have, like, trouble talking to people. I'm, like, very jittery, very, like, ADD. And I, like, can, like, skip the point that I try to get across. And I feel like in songs I really get to, like, take my time and, like, really say what I mean and really, like, paint a picture that is perfect to me. So, yeah, I just feel like I have, like, I don't know, I sometimes can't get across in conversations what I want to get across. And I feel like music is a way for me for people to, like, understand me um, and my brain. And so it makes me feel really understood when, like, people sing back my songs and, like, are like, this is literally my life. And, yeah, I don't know. So it's it's just, like, it's a really beautiful thing for me to, to do. And I love collaboration. I love creative people in general. I love... Um, yeah, just like I've always been really nerdy about lyrics and studied pop songs, learned every pop song, and I just love it. It's just really like the love of my life. How old were you when you wrote your first song? Um, Probably like 14 or something. I, I remember like always harmonizing, like making different harmonies like over pop songs that were on the radio. I remember just like singing like any song like my childhood, but like where I was really like I'm going to write songs was when I saw like I think a Bee Gees documentary slash Carol King documentary um, on some weird German channel and I was like this is what I'm going to do <laughs> and uh, yeah and I just like I was obsessed with people like who would write a bunch of amazing songs that would do really well and that I would know and that I would love I was just like how do these people do it again and again and again have you yeah. figured that out 
how to I do don't, it again and again and again? I mean, I like to think so. Like, <laughs> um, I, I, I definitely um, feel like I've learned a bunch of techniques and a bunch of stuff, how to make a chorus pop, um, about formula and how to break it. I feel like I've written enough songs to where I can like weed out if this is a good idea and this is a bad idea. Like, I still write really sucky songs, you know, <laughs> sometimes. I think it happens to everybody. But they just like don't come out. But yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know. I don't think you'll ever get there that you're like, uh, I figured it out because every song is also very different and comes from a different place and a different thought and it's inspired by something completely unique to the song. Can't do better. I, I mean, it's a deep song, right? It's, it's you. It's some deep stuff there. You're wrapped up in your imperfections. You want to explain you killing your insecurities attached to the person you're singing to. Yeah, um, I mean, it's it's really about, like, um, liking a guy who doesn't really like you back and who, like, you, you think, like, likes any other girl there is and you're just, like, super paranoid and you're like, no, but I'm the best person for you and you, like, try and you put a bunch of makeup on and you, like, try your best to look cute but he still doesn't like you and it's just, you know, all those things that, like, girls do to, you know, impress guys and when they still don't work, it's just like that, like, no, you can't do better than me, man. So it's about that, like, little little psycho girlfriend feeling. Has there been moments where that's been you? <laughs> For sure, a bunch. Yeah, a ton. I feel like that's been my life. So, do you feel like those people might regret it now? Um, yeah, for sure. Like all my exes hit me up now. That's right. I mean, yeah. They're like in like Cologne, Germany, <laughs> and I'm in LA, <laughs> living it up. Um, yeah. Um, I I definitely think, you know, that people have like regretted it, but at the same time, I just like have crazy crushes on people and then, you know, it doesn't work out. Is and there then they realize it too late. Yeah. Sucks for them. Is there Sucks a specific X Heart to Break is about? Um, no. Heart to Break is like about all of them. Like Heart to Break is really like the song that like kind of put together this whole thing of like, uh, I'm like doing this thing over and over and over and mm-hmm. I kind of should change it. But like it's happening all the time. No, not really. So you just all the X's just keep going back to them. Yeah. Knowing it's not going to work out well. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> but you get music out of it. I don't know. There's a trade. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, yeah. it's, it's really, it's like, a, it's a stupid thing because I feel like as a songwriter, you can get really caught up into like, I need heartbreak in my life in order to keep going and in order to keep writing songs. I definitely like noticed that in, in me before that I was like, okay, I need to keep experiencing like devastating shit <laughs> to write like the best masterpiece songs, which I feel like I'm, I've definitely like. I, I'm not like that anymore. I feel like that was like a thing in like my my teens. Um, but but yeah. Wow. You tweeted the other day, old energy. Yeah, I, I, it's a classic. <laughs> I tweeted all the time. <laughs> yeah. Do uh, do you understand? <laughs> <laughs> it's really just like me and my friends coming up with the stupidest things we can possibly. I'm like friends with like the dumbest people kind of <laughs> I love them to pieces but you're, you're, um, you're it, messing with culture at the same time yeah I mean uh, big d- energy was just such a thing and I didn't feel like treating big d- energy so I felt like tweeting old d- energy because we were just like like what is that well, how would if you, you really it? think about it what is old <laughs> it can mean different things to different people. I just want to like. I just want people to think. I just want people to make their own thoughts about it. And you I'm know? thinking. I, I won't. So. What does it mean to you? What does it mean to me? Well, 
it's just my energy. funny to tweet. Yeah, no, it's just like really something stupid to say. So I just wanted to give that to culture. You, and you did a and good job. Thank you so much. But, yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Speaking of, but speaking of culture and society, in, in the most serious way without being too serious, yeah. do you feel like you represent a whole new generation and a whole new community in the music scene? Um, that's like a big thing to think about yourself, um, for sure. I, I yes, I'm a transgender um, songwriter and uh, pop star, and uh, yeah, and that's that's what I want to do. You know, it's to me like the music is like the most important thing, and um, I definitely uh, at the same time, you know, want to want to be a good face for you know LGBTQ community, and I really care very very deeply about that. It's also like screwed me a couple of times because people would box me in into just being transgender and for some reason you can't be transgender and be a good songwriter so there's like there's a balance to find you know where where people like because i don't want to you know i'm i've done this like in my teens like that's when i got the whole thing like over with and you know i've ever since then i felt happy in my body and happy with myself and ever since then i'm just like a normal person kind of you know but um yeah, but I definitely, you know, I want to help like little kids that feel this like terrible thing of not fitting in anywhere and feeling really suicide, suicidal, hating their body. And, you know, I just want to make them feel like you can you can grow up and have like a cool life and be a cool person and be chill. And yeah. And, I, and maybe you don't see it this way, but as somebody who plays music and is I mean, I don't know, I, I feel like we, we here at the show are very connected with society. I think what you're doing is you're changing that stereotype and you're changing like the eventual move is for nobody to look at anybody as trans right it's female male whatever they want to be you're a human being I mean my like idealistic like idea is just like that gender just doesn't mean anything I just think you know when somebody tells me like I don't know when somebody's like a male what does it say about them like I I care about like personality and like talent or interests or you know if you're like a loyal person if you like dogs like that's that's the kind of stuff that makes you like uh, uh, I don't know. A human being. interesting yeah. about you. But even love, right? Like, yeah. like navigating life and going on this journey, there are many moments that people do share no matter who you are, no matter what you've been through. Yeah. There's going to be common experiences. Totally. And I just feel like you like prison yourself in in your, he- in your head about like stuff that you're not supposed to do because you're this label. Yeah. Or like... Yeah. Well, not even understanding that really at the end of the day, no matter who you are, we're more alike than we are different. Totally. Totally. So really by you singing... I mean, experiencing your life through music, I don't. I think you're doing a lot of good, and you can thanks so much downplay it. But I'll be that guy who Aww. hypes that up because I don't know. It's pretty cool. Thanks, man. What do you think of the whole Scarlett Johansson situation? Um. Uh, well, yeah, I think I think it's time for you know an actual transgender person to play a transgender person. Yeah, makes sense. And you know, Scar- she's. I don't think she meant any harm by it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think she like knew about this whole thing and I just you know it's probably a really interesting thing like I, I, I can see that like playing you know a, a transgender person in a movie sounds really like challenging and mm-hmm. amazing but like yeah she's also like the most gorgeous female ever there has ever been and uh, <laughs> true. yeah maybe not the most realistic like thing so to- were you like hurt or offended when they cast her originally um 
there's been so many movies you know like that yeah. it's it's really like this is the first time that it's actually changed mm -hmm. so no i feel like this has happened a million times before that i've like read about this and nothing changed and the movies came out and they were what they were and you know were also some really good movies and some people did a really really great performances and really like thought themselves into it mm -hmm. but also there's a ton of transgender people in the entertainment industry trying yeah. to make it and you know trying to get roles and that won't get you know that that can't get the hyper feminine roles that Scarlett Johansson would get you know exactly. so yeah it's always like it, it's hard to judge stuff like that in general I think there's always like two sides to stuff and I think nobody meant any harm by it mm -hmm. did music play a role throughout your transition for sure yeah I mean I think um When, like, uh, I don't know, when I just, like, looked at artists like Freddie Mercury or Boy George or Cyndi Lauper or Billy Idol or, like, all these, like, crazy alien people mm -hmm. from, like, the, the 80s and 90s and, like, Madonna and, you know, all these people who were just, like, free and, like, kind of felt undefined. Like, I'm not, I'm not male or female. I'm just, like whatever you know <laughs> whatever you want me to be exactly. um so i always love that about like the superstar about the uh that you could be anything you wanted to be you know and of course like when i was like um 13 14 or something like gaga came out and was just like doing you know um drag uh as as a girl you know that was amazing and she like loved gay culture and definitely i think artists just like always made me feel like there was like a place i belonged into and i think the lgbtq community as well like we just celebrate so much like outrageous char characters and fashion and like freedom of expressing yourself and i always felt like it was like my, my home so So, it's true. Yeah, definitely. It's beautiful. How do you meet Charlie XCX? Um, uh, at a Sophie show. Sophie is this amazing artist, uh, PC Music. Okay. Um, who produces a bunch of Charlie stuff, and we have the same creative director. Shout out to Nick Harwood. What's up? Yeah. And um. Yeah, we just were at the same show and then like went backstage congratulating Sophie on her first official show. And um, yeah, like two days later, she just got my, like my number from a stylist I'm working with and was like, yo, do you want to jump on this track? Sent the track. Got into the studio the next day to read, to write the verse, recorded it, sent it to her. She was like, it was perfect, getting it like mixed and mastered now and it came out. It was Wait, so fast. That, but like, what? Did, yeah. Did they? Like, did Charlie know you? I've was never asked her, so I actually don't know. Like, we actually at this uh, concert thing, we also like didn't really. Now we have we've spoken a lot. Okay. We've been in sessions. Like, we've performed together. Like, we're really like cool. She's a super fun chick. And but back then, I had like no idea. It was just like we just like saw each other and said hi to each other, but like nothing else. And then it was just like hi, it's Charlie. Um, Looking you now. To jump on. Yeah. What was the last session you were in? The last session I was in. Has it been a while? Um, it's. Uh, I'm trying to finish a Sophie song that that uh, I'm really excited about. So that was like a week ago or something. For yeah. Sophie or for you? For me, yeah. But it's produced by Sophie, and and we're writing it together, and uh, it's it's really really cool. Are you only doing music for yourself right now? Um, no. I'll also probably have a song on Sophie's record. Like, I think we're doing a two-way thing. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Um, I, I mean, whenever it happens that I write a song that I'm like, I, I don't want to do this. This doesn't fit into my stuff. Then I'm definitely open to giving it away. But I'm focusing on my artist stuff. I just want to get 
better and better at it. I feel like, you know, especially with like visuals and uh, music videos, like this last music video was like the first one where I was like, okay, this is like it. And now I feel like I found it. And now it's like, uh, you know, a little bit of an addiction. I just want to keep it going. I want to make it better and bigger. And I just want to, you know, become a beast at this. You're on your way. I love the neon you and the different colors for the different singles. Yeah. It's great. Totally. It's so easy. It's just like so lazy of us. It's just like we don't have to worry <laughs> about a cool. picture. <laughs> it's a silhouette. You want to know more. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, it was cool. It was just like mysterious. I don't know. I remember the day the first single dropped on Spotify and it was just like that neon head and nobody knew who I was. And it was just like, who's this girl? <laughs> it was tight. Do you feel pressure? Um, In what way? I mean, it could be in any way. Like, uh, up to myself? Like, yes. Like, I want to, you know, I want to be the biggest I can be. I want to get better. I want to keep, you know, getting better every single song I drop. I, yeah, I pressure myself. I'm a total, like, workaholic psycho. And I just want to um, do as much as I can and just really, like, make my moment happen and just, like, uh, own it. Yeah. Is there, like, a moment that would, like, be the pinnacle of your moment where you could sit back and be like... I've done it. I'm. F- I hope that never comes because, like, that's. I feel like that's when you just like start dropping like meaningless, stupid yeah. music of like I'm the greatest and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish like that can also be really fun, but it's just like I, I. I feel like, you know, I feel like my goal is very artistic. I artistically want to reach like the edge of greatness, and you know, I also like duh, I want like a number one, like hell yeah, and Grammy. I, you know, I want deal. a Grammy mm-hmm. and want the whole sh- shablam. I, I want to go to a Kim Petras like tour show. Yeah, it's gonna be Cutie Pie Junior. That, <laughs> Cutie Pie <laughs> Junior. Wow. What, yeah. What is like that? that? What, what is what does Cutie Pie Senior look like? <laughs> Old <laughs> energy. Oh. God, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> wow. Nobody has time for that. <laughs> junior only. Yeah. Oh, Are we gonna man. go on a tour? Yes, I'm going on tour with uh, Troy Savon. Uh, right. So oh, nice. uh, yeah, September. I'm on tour with him, and I'm super excited. Um, yeah, and that's my that's my first tour ever. I've just been like a studio rat who hasn't seen the sunlight in years <laughs> until I started making my artistry happen, and now I'm getting to go like out there and see people. Bloom is going to be a, an amazing show, but also a pretty cool experience. Like, how do you prepare for it? Are you going to... Um, oh my god. Um, well, there's going to be a ton of rehearsals for it, Are so I'm excited it? for that. Um, track what? or band? Um, I think track, just because band would be really expensive right now, and I and I like I'm you know I'm an, I'm an independent artist and like need to uh, make it work on 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 a small budget. Um, but we have a pretty pretty mean uh, setup, and I think we're gonna we're gonna kill it, and it's gonna be amazing. Are you oh. gonna try to bring the heart to break music video to the stage? I would die for that. Yeah, for sure. I would. I would love that. I mean, a Crystal Castle would be so insanely cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, is it going to happen or no? <laughs> we don't know yet. Like oh. rehearsals haven't rehearsals haven't started. Sorry, that was okay. so like I was like <laughs> I was like yeah, did he yes or no? Though? Like you want it? I know. But... I mean, we haven't like gotten into any of the logistics, so okay. that's going to be like all of August is going to be that, and is going to be figuring it out, and. uh yeah, so so I don't. I just came off this whole uh, Pride run. I did a bunch of prides. Um, yeah, and that was amazing. And I feel like I've you know met a bunch of the people who were like, we're going to see you at the Troy show. So I definitely want to serve up some like special stuff. I got for an the idea people. for you. 
what's the I idea? I think, do you have backup dancers? Uh, I don't know that yet if either. If you do, they should dress up as praying mantises. That's a great idea. Wow. You're welcome. <laughs> You're not getting anything for that idea, but well, I'm I mean, taking you, it and I'm running with it. All right. It. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> it's only like taped, but <laughs> everybody knows. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. The mantis, the mantises. I love them. Can you explain what that represented in the video? Um, well, it was just every every princess has a sidekick, you know, and uh, it was this little uh, cute mantis who was like stuck in a little glass thing. And, you know, I'm like kind of uh, lonely because I'm scared to break in the video. So it was just like my little homie mm-hmm. being there up in the tower with me. Nice. Just Sipping froze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know. I love mantises. Um, they're really, really cute. They're like they're adorable. I, have yeah. them, like, well, I on didn't my know face. if it was something because like they're not not endangered, but they're like you can't harm them. So I didn't know if it had yeah. any relation to like heart to break or something like that. Like don't hurt the mantis, don't hurt me. No, it was really superficial. <laughs> it was just like I like how they look. I, I, I suck. I mean, I mean the the the, uh, the lady that brought them over was like praying mantises only go up because like wherever you put them, like they only go up. So oh. interesting. Like, interesting. About, that's the thing about them. Good to know. Um, but yeah, I just think they're cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now they can be your dancers. Yeah. That, that, that would be great. Sister, sister's on a budget, okay? Well, I mean, yeah. listen, you're giving her day, a lot of ideas that cost money. to paint people green and put long arms on Everybody's going to be disappointed now. It's not that. <laughs> <laughs> Dan will do it for free. So if you need someone to dress up as a prank okay. this. I'm just here to give some ideas. Just Mantis do. dancer number three. Yeah. Fine with me. Better than shark <laughs> number two at Katy Perry's. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Kim Patris is here. A lot, hey. of, a lot of love for you. Mm-hmm. So Thanks, much. man. When, when I appreciate it. When are we starting this tour officially? August, right? Uh, no, September. I think uh, September twenty uh, first. Yeah. September twenty first. It is. Woo. How exciting! Yeah, so super exciting. I can't wait. And we have. I mean, you pretty much have a full. You have a full album out right now. Um, I have seven songs out, but there's there's another song coming next month, and then there's something super special coming, which I'm excited about. Uh, mm. Collaboration. Uh, not necessarily, but yeah, but no. What? Will you show up on Troy's album? Um, let's see. Let's see if I can scam my way into his album still. I feel like I have a feeling it's like very done and very officially oh, done. Uh, we have never worked together, but but who knows? Who knows if we're? I feel like on tour, uh, we should write together. Well, hopefully, no, I would no, love that because I, I hear he's like a great uh, writer. Yeah, I'm just trying to narrow down what's going on here, what the surprise is. So yeah, it's not true. It's not that. Okay, is it a song of yours? Yeah. Okay. Of course. What well, I don't. What? Who knows? Maybe it's a, the baseline is a song. <laughs> hey, she's putting I'm out. Just a, trying to figure a it out. Wine or something. Oh, exactly. yeah. Frozen rosé. Yeah. A, a beer. Spadero beer. There you go. Uh, <laughs> it's Where, German beer. Why is your accent not strong? Um, because I've lived here for a lo- for like six years now. Yeah, oh. um, it used to be really strong. I used to like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger it up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. You learned English in your fancy private school? Um, no, I learned it from like watching Britney Spears interviews religiously. Like I remember like recording like her interviews on VHS and like repeating every single word. And then I got English in school and I learned about grammar and uh, gra- grammar, grammar. And stuff, um, and then right. I kind of just put it together 
and uh, I was always just obsessed with like American pop culture and MTV used to be like the only uh, TV station that was not dubbed so it would just be uh, you know English speaking on there and I was just like I want to know what this is so nice yeah it just seemed really glam to me did you did you start with like a weird accent like a weird valley girl Britney Spears like <laughs> you like match her cadence no no I started with a really German accent yeah um, I mean sometimes like I can't pronounce like clothes clothes really properly I mean people say you just say clothes clothes but yeah. I feel like it's it's like hard for me like the th and the that stuff is still hard for me but um yeah I don't know I just live in LA and have like uh, friends here and just like yeah you have friends just, just some oh. like one do right you there. still live in that big house <laughs> that no, oh, no, no! I live oh. like in a in an apartment, uh, like a normal person. So you're not spending all your money on the house and nothing. <laughs> yeah, in no. Learned yeah, no. Learn to No, I mean, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like on on a wall. I have like my own label. I like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not like living the life. Uh, but that's that's totally great with me, and I love it. <laughs> and you really do fund it all yourself. Um. Uh, yeah. I mean, I have I have believers and supporters, and uh, yeah. I, but I'm not balling at all. <laughs> not <laughs> balling yet. your own and, way. Yeah, I'm balling my own exactly. way. Exactly. How are you balling? How would you describe? How do you ball? How do I ball? Look at those shoes. Oh well, yeah, she's balling with those shoes. <laughs> well, I she's just got I, a purse in her yeah, purse. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, I just like, I know like my designer. <laughs> I just get like two thousands like designer bags on eBay. Mm. Uh, I like uh, my stylists like hook it up for me. Like, and they're just like. <laughs> do the most to get me into like cool shit and just like yeah i'm just you ball. Uh, on the on the hustle <laughs> yeah but i kind of I'm, I'm just a baller by nature you know <laughs> i get that vibe from you definitely. when's the yeah. last time you spoke german um like yesterday um my my homie marvin from germany is here he has like the luscious golden locks i said right? that before um, i saw him through the window i was like i want his hair so yeah. bad beautiful. Yeah. beautiful that's most people's reaction <laughs> it's gorgeous yeah so so we speak german uh whenever i face them with my mom and my dad um we speak german and yeah but not many like german people in general out here in la no what do they think of this fluid american accent the germans yeah like as a collective yeah, when your mom hears you speak now like oh yeah i mean she's just like trying to to learn to make her english better it's really really cute um yeah i mean she just like thinks it's really cool that i that i've gotten good at it i mean yours i i wouldn't even be able to tell you're from germany I guess that's a compliment. That's <laughs> yeah, I never know how to, to react to that because it's like if you're like, oh my god, thank you so much. It's like <laughs> it's like you know, yeah. But, but secretly, like it's uh, learning English no, no, no. is the hardest I, thing in the world, right? I mean, I, I feel like learning Chinese is the hardest okay. thing in the world. Okay, Chinese or like heart surgery is probably harder or yeah. brain surgery. Yeah, totally, and like curing cancer. And that's yeah. There's a long list of things harder than learning English for sure. My eyes are now open. Yeah, so I'm I'm not that great. But thanks for, for trying to make me look great. Kim Petras, <laughs> you're a good person. Thanks, man. Love. Yay, you Zach Sang Show. You Woo! should listen to her music if you haven't already. Seriously, Hillside Boys, you get a nice good bong rip in there. Woo! 100% original. Heart to break is a bop. That's mm-hmm. right, it is. A bop. Also, I, I like that word. I'm trying to use it. I feel like the young kids do, so I tried. A bop and a half is also a good one. What does that mean? Does that mean it's better than a bop? It's better than a bop if it's a bop and a half. Oh. so old. 
I am, I'm getting older. Yes, it's I'm like trying to keep up. one year older than you. How old no, he's not. You're 26? He's just trying to bop. 25. He's <laughs> trying to listen to bops, bop and a half. How old are you? I'm 25. Yeah, I'm 25. Dan's like almost 28. I'm 27. So yeah, I mean, you're almost 26 then. No. I have a whole year, almost a year. We're not here to talk about me. I'm That's like a, 19, so whatever. Arthur breaks a bop and a half. Young legend mm-hmm. right here at 19. You know, it's funny. A lot of people comment on my pictures and call me a skinny queen. So when you said that, I said, ha, it's funny. Skinny <laughs> queen. Yeah, but do a lot of people really comment that? Yeah, I often get comments that say I'm a squ- skinny queen. And skinty. Skinty, what is that? People say skinty these days. Man, I got a lot of work it's to just do. just that little bit of extra zhuzh. Skinty queen. Skinty queen. <laughs> okay. She's a skinty queen. Skinty queen. Anything else you got to teach us? Um, I feel like we did the 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 best ones. Okay, skinty. Is there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, think, I think we're good. It's, it's all downhill from here. You don't want to know. <laughs> it gets dark. I don't want it at all. Is a great record too. Listen to. Thank it. you, Kim Petras. Thank mm-hmm. you for chilling. Woo! Yay! <laughs> I like that. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.